Garen, we are back with another follow-up, and it was such an exciting Sunday yesterday. We oh, yeah, to do some the baptisms, baptisms were awesome, just great stories. We know we know those guys also deeply and intimately. It just was very meaningful. If every Sunday was a baptism Sunday, I think my job would be so easy. Yeah. Because it's imagine. so easy to just love your life and love your job when you're seeing that new display of life on up for everybody to see on stage. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But hey, you got, you said some good things in your message. You were a little rushed because you didn't have a lot of time to work with, but you said some really good things. And one of them was about how how the light of the gospel displays Jesus' glory and how that's really at the core of what was going on yesterday. So did you want to talk a little bit more about that? Do you have any thoughts that you didn't have time to share yesterday that you wanted to dig into more? Yeah, I mean, I think if you could, so I was really trying to emphasize that to me, that's the old, that's what Paul, I think, is saying is the ultimate significance. If I were to ask somebody, what's the best part of the gospel? People would probably say, well, I'm forgiven of my sins or he... He, he bore the weight of my sin for me, or he'll save me, he'll give me eternal life, I get to be with him forever, or whatever. I think we would say that's like the greatest thing. And I think Paul was saying those things as good as they are, but that the ultimate significance is that the gospel displays Jesus' beauty, his glory, the glory of the Father. That That's the ultimate thing that it does, is it? That in the end, everybody's just going to be like, you are so awesome. This whole story is awesome. What you did was awesome. And you are like so amazing and beautiful that that's really the ultimate significance. And you talked about a triangle, an equal triangle between truth, goodness, and beauty. Yep. And you were saying that all those things really need to be present. Yes. And that sometimes there's a tendency to lean just on the truth side of things, but that we really need to be aware of God's goodness and his beauty and why is that? Why can't we yeah. just get by on truth? Well, I mean, we're very truthy people, and God revealed himself in a book. I mean, right, with principles and with truth and all of that. And I think it's easy to be truthy, and we should be truth. Truth is important. But I think, even in my own life, I, re I really came to realize that truth, uh, that you gotta you got to have those other two, and they're all important, and they belong together. And... I used to think that if I gave enough people information that they would change. And I started seeing people don't change just from information, right? And, you know, you go to the doctor and he says, you're going to die in three years if you don't quit eating steak. But then you go to the, you go out and out, please, and you order a steak, right? Because truth isn't what changes people. It's what they value and what they love. And that's really where goodness and beauty come in is that those things hit me at a value level of what I love, of what attracts me, what draws me, and that you need all three. You, you sure you need the truth, but you've also got to have those other components are part of what, what I think really affects us deeply and changes our lives. I hear you. Can I push back, though? Because I think when we think about truth, I mean, truth is like, it's really important. Jesus says, the truth will set you free. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth the life, right? So like knowing the truth about Jesus is ultimately what saves you. So isn't that, isn't truth like the main thing in goodness or beauty or like extra things you get along the way? Like you have to know the truth about Jesus and you have to respond to it. And if you happen to find him beautiful and good along the way, like that's really good for you, but really truth is the cake and those things are the icing. Is that not the way to think about it? Because I think that's how we think about it sometimes. Yeah, I we do think that way. And I think it's our tendency to think that way. And so we're not devaluating, devaluing truth or putting it lower. But I really do think we need to learn to better elevate the others. The scripture in the Old Testament talks a lot about 
in the Psalms, the beauty of God, the splendor of God, gazing upon his beauty. And we don't ever talk about that stuff because I think we're just very truthy people. We're in a Western culture that's all the head, the you know, the empiricism and rationalism and just all of that stuff of the great enlightenment was all about heady. And we can just be so heady that we lose goodness and beauty. And that's why, to me, the, the, the scripture is a story is so important because story, doesn't that speak to, story has truth, but man, story just draws you in. Lord of the Rings or... You know, so many great stories when you the watch lo- those The Longest things. Yard. Yeah, the, definitely. The, those things. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. They, those don't great stories, they they draw you in on a, on a very deeper level. And they that's do. what our gener- that's what's happening in our culture is stories are winning. And we've got the greatest story, but we don't tell it well. Yeah. And we just, it's just facts. And it's, in, the facts are important, but right. man, we, we need to be able to do all three. Because you don't, you don't do what you know, you do what you love, right? Yes, exactly. I, I got to teach that a while back that, yep, you know that it's good to wake up every morning and run five miles yes. and then eat salad for lunch. You yes. know that's good for you, yes. but you're not going to do it because yes. you don't love that. Yes. So God made affection so powerful within us that affection is what b- b- binds us to things. It's what binds us to him. And if he doesn't have our heart, he doesn't have anything. So yeah. it's good to know the right. truth. It's essential to know the truth. But affection and knowledge of his goodness and loving loving that about him is what makes you stick with it. Yeah. Right? And I just wonder, I mean, you hear it. I, I've We've all felt that way where you're like, man, I got a lot of knowledge about God, but I just don't, it's not yeah. in here, right? I don't feel it. I don't feel like I experience him. I think it's because we get so heavy on the truth side. Or, or how often do you hear Christians say like, I know I need to read my Bible. I know that God is good, but like, man, I don't feel like I want to hang out with him. I don't yeah. want to spend time with him. It's that affection that's so often missing. Yeah. You should share what that guy's, you talked about that guy's shirt that you met yeah, from, Dallas. from Dallas. Um, and just share a little bit about you said something about how they were connected with Village Church, and just share about that because it was really useful. Yeah, just a, a, fa- a church. If if I told you the pastor, a lot of people would probably recognize his name, and that's not the point. Um, but the, this group of churches in that area were all connected, and then this head pastor felt like that wasn't good, and he's like, I want them all to be independent. So when they broke off, each church created their own vision and mission and thought about who they were in their context. And he said in their church— the big as they talked, they felt like that their church was all about truth, and they were. He said, "What they felt like they created Christians with giant heads. They're like aliens, almost giant heads and itty bitty arms and itty bitty legs, who like didn't do anything for the kingdom hardly, or didn't seem to value the kingdom. But they, man, they knew a lot of biblical knowledge, and they they're like, we've got to get people who are, you know, holistic. I mean, Jesus talked about loving God with your not just your mind, but with your strength and your soul and your heart, like to- totality. So they." That goodness, beauty, and truth thing was part of their way of saying we've got to get healthy and balanced in all these areas and yeah. learn to like love God. And that's such a powerful image to think about. They they thought of themselves as people with big heads and little arms because they knew a lot, but their reach was short because yeah. they they weren't in love with God. They weren't affecting the community for Him. Isn't there wasn't there some old cartoon? Was it like there's like an alien guy who was green? He had a big helmet. There's like maybe yeah, that's Bugs Marvin Bunny, Martian or Bugs Bunny. Yeah, like, that was, oh, I love that. Guy. Yeah, that's what I think of with that. Like this yes. guy's this big head, little arms. So we at 12, we don't want to be people with big heads and little arms. Yeah. We want to be. Do you want me to hear? Do you, do you want to hear my version of him? We can always edit this out if it's okay. bad. We so, can always yeah. edit this out. Uh, he used to always say, being disintegrated makes me very angry. I'm going to go get reintegrated in the reintegration machine. I loved him and Bugs Bunny. So, okay. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah, was it? I don't think we'll edit it out. We'll keep it. <laughs> okay. So I think we just lost half our audience. Yeah, we did. They 
if you're still with us, thank you. Okay. We're, we're bringing it to a head. And, and ultimately, Jesus embodies all those things, truth, goodness, and beauty perfectly. Like he is the perfect embodiment of all that. And that's why he is at the center of our faith, right? Yeah. It's not about believing the right thing. It's not about voting for the right person. It's not about doing the right stuff. It's about the person of Jesus because he is the most ultimate and definite embodiment of truth, goodness, and beauty. Yeah. And if you will fall in love with Jesus, who is the embodiment of truth, goodness, and beauty, you will know truth and you'll love truth and he will change you and you will become a better person and your life will become beautiful. So those things will happen, but it's got to be centered in him. So it's like it's like when he says, seek the kingdom and all of these things will be added to it, right? Like yeah. you seek Jesus first. He's going to take care of those little things in your life. You don't have to take care of every symptom. You, you love him and he will start to change yeah. different things about you, right? Yeah. Right. So in no way devaluing any of those things. No way saying, oh, truth's not important. Goodness is important. Beauty. No, they're all important. They're embodied in Jesus. Let's focus on him. And then he will create those things inside of us Yeah, as we follow him. So we're at the nine minute mark. As we wrap this up, um, what's a challenge for us, Garen? What's something that we can kind of walk away with and do this week? You know, I mean, a couple of things we talked about and I didn't even specifically mention this, but several years ago, Steve and Lowe and I were doing A.W. Tozer's book, I think, The Pursuit of God. Shout out, Steve. And he Tozer talked in there about, he was quoting the Psalms where David would gaze upon the beauty of God, and Tozer talked about that. And Steve and I are like, I'm like, do you know what it means? What's it mean to gaze upon God's beauty? And neither of us really knew. Hmm. And so, but I felt like that's missing. Like, David did that. I'm not sure I know what that means. Hmm. So that's, that's been really a good. journey I've been on is trying to figure that out. And so to me, part of it is, is I'd said this thing last spring when I read scripture, I don't just want to learn a new thing. You know, the head, that's why it's the head, heart, hand. What do I am learning? But the heart is like, what's God saying to me? But also like, I like every day to read and ask the question, what is something in this text that just about God is amazing and beautiful? And I'm like, that is just awesome. And that draws me. And I love that about him. So to me, it's reading with an eye to scripture, like seeing something beautiful about him in it. That's so good. Yeah, I think it's really important in our in our quiet time to not just focus on the truth. It's so easy for me to sit down in quiet time and just focus on my head and like, what am I going to learn from this? Or what, you know, how's this going to prep me for my day on an intellectual level? But it's often so much more about like, I've got to intentionally take time to see God's goodness during the day. I've got to seek his beauty and in in that fall more in love with him and want to serve him more because it doesn't matter how many quiet times I have where I'm learning new things if my heart doesn't actually belong to him, right? Yeah, definitely. So so in your quiet time, in your day, seek his goodness, seek his beauty. Um, let's not be people with big heads and tiny arms who are just about truth. Let's, let's love others like Jesus, right, Garen? Yeah. And I think, you know, the other thing we briefly talked about is, is, I think we want to truth people to death. We're worried about our culture. Where's it going? We just want to convince everybody of the truth. And But sure, we, we need to be bearers of that. But man, we've got to imitate the beauty and goodness of Jesus. And to me, that is in loving people and blessing people. And so, you know, we challenge people to, to invite somebody in their home. To me, it's like every day I wake up and it's like, I want to bless one person today. That's to me, that's goodness and beauty. That's embodying that. And when you do that with people, then they'll be more willing to hear the truth. But we just want to bring truth all the time. So it's to me, it's just living, and you got to keep all three in in balance. It's not easy, but I think all three are important. Yeah, absolutely. So glad you guys did this follow up with us. So glad we got to experience the baptisms with you yesterday. Or as one student came up to me and said, the baptizations. They didn't know the word, so baptizations, as they thought. 
But that stuff is so good. If you want to be baptized, please let us know because we'll, you know, we do them every so often and it's so life-giving to see that stuff up there, right? So um, this has been awesome. Thanks for joining us yesterday and on this and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.